Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Capital Adulting Podcast. I'm your host, Grant Gardner, and if you're a new listener and this is the first time that you've heard my voice and have joined in on the podcast, just wanted to take a second to welcome you. Definitely glad to have you. Appreciate the time that you're taking to listen, and you know, hopefully you'll be able to glean something new from what we're planning on talking about today. Um, but as always, stoked to be back with y'all again with another episode. Um, yeah, a little bit different this time than a traditional one. Of course, I have kind of a standard message that you know I want to get to, but I do have a really cool announcement um, regarding just capital adulting as a whole, and hopefully, you know being able to reach more people in general that I'll talk about in just a second. So I'll open it up with that and then kind of launch into uh, my topic of the day here. But before I begin, because I'm, you know, hopefully anticipating a fair amount of new folks listening for the first time, I just want to give a bit of brief background on kind of myself and, and what Capital Dulting is as a whole. So um, if you haven't listened to any prior episodes, you know, as I said, my name is Grant Gardner. I'm kind of the the point person, you know, the lead behind Capital Adulting as a whole. So it's a combination of, you know, podcasts. I've written some articles, have a website up there. But really the kind of the the core mission behind Capital Adulting is to provide a resource out there for folks who, you know, are mainly young adults is the kind of my target market demographic, I'd say, but really anybody out there who's interested in learning more about personal finance, what they can be doing to better themselves, set themselves up for more success in the future, um, whether that's, you know, actual financial topics themselves or, you know, some things that might be somewhat tangential to that, but also, um, you know, very pertinent to, you know, day-to-day life. So, um, a bit about me personally. So, you know, my background, um, had a you know business education uh, business and economics was actually my technical degree um within that there was a you know a focus on accounting and entrepreneurship at one point thought about becoming a cpa decided not to pursue that route just couldn't get fired up enough about accounting to you know want to do that for the rest of my life um so you know kind of what i did along those lines in terms of looking at other career paths is i actually launched a you know a technology platform a business when i was in college um that was meant to you know help connect private instructors with potential clients you know for sports education things like that um but since graduating i've actually been working in the real estate investment management space um, on the technology front, so working to you know help get people set up in the particular software solution uh, that we offer. So um, personally, two of my favorite things in the world are helping others and personal finance. So capital adulting is really a, a passion project for me because while I'm no expert for sure, I'm not an official you know licensed financial advisor. I'm really just somebody who enjoys doing research, you know, looking into you know things like the stock market and understanding what you know what are the mechanics of it, you know, how to apply it to daily life, what um, what are the financial moves I can be making at my age so that you know 30, 40 years from now when I'm looking to retire, that'll be well set up for. And so in doing that, I want to share the knowledge that I have with you out there in hopes that, you know, we'll be, ideally, we'll be in the same position where by the time we get the retirement age, you know, we're, you know, more than set financially, you know, satisfied with what we're doing in life and just in a good position overall. So really, that is 
the goal of capital adulting. And if you haven't listened to episode one, whether you're a repeat listener or this is your first time, strongly, strongly recommend listening to that one. I went into really deep detail about, you know, what what drives me, you know, to spend time, you know, putting together the podcast and connecting with folks. And then, you know, a lot more detail about, you know, um, kind of what I hope to what I hope to accomplish and, you know, what we'll be covering here. So the one thing I did want to pull from episode one that I actually haven't brought onto the podcast since then is the the mission statement for Capital Adulting. So that is, um, you know, our mission is to positively impact the fiscal well-being and security of others through guidance geared towards improving personal financial literacy and accountability. So again, I'd recommend, you know, going to going back to episode one, I actually go through that whole statement there and kind of break down each chunk and why I think it's valuable to include. So um, definitely go check out episode one as well as the other episodes, you know, hopefully, hopefully, again, I think I cover a good variety of topics that are that are interesting. So recommend, uh, you know, listen to them all, of course. <laughs> um, but in terms of exciting news, um, a lot of you, you know, might be listening to this purely because you saw something on social media about this. But um, one thing I want to do is really foster a sense of community around capital adulting. Of course, I have a lot of fun, you know, sketching out podcast notes and, and hopping on the mic here and recording. But what I'd really like to do is engage in ongoing conversations, you know, with you out there, whether it's just, you know, talking about life, whether you have specific questions. Um, of course, you know, again, not a financial advisor. So there's certain things that I can't give formal advice on. But I do want to serve just as a resource for for y'all out there. So just think of me as as a friend, hopefully who can provide some knowledge that you you know might not have or interested in learning. Um, and ideally, I, you know, I'm looking forward to learning a lot from y'all. But the the exciting news is I'm doing a pretty good size giveaway. You know, particularly given that you know capital adulting is is a passion project on the side i don't make anything i actually you know obviously spend money for hosting and things like that but i'm doing a 750 dollars giveaway and it's it's in two parts so everything's going to be centered around instagram so you know i'm really going to be kicking off leveraging that platform again to foster that sense of community so the official handle it's super creative it's at capital adulting um, it's C A P I T A L. So capital as in like money capital. Um, and then adulting is A D U L T I N G. Um, of course, you know, the name in the podcast is capital adulting. So if there's any confusion there, you can always, uh, you know, search that up, but two parts. So one is I'm going to be posting just a short video explaining capital adulting and the giveaway rules. But one is uh, the first $500 is going to be given out to um, really five winners. All you have to do is go follow the Instagram account and then comment on the, you know, that first post and tag a friend, right? So just simply some sort of comment. doesn't have to be anything crazy. You can just simply tag your friend. And if you win, both you and your friend will get $50 each. So you think about that. Um, you don't have to do anything besides leave a comment and you and your friend can potentially win a hundred dollars between the two of you. And again, I'm picking five winners from that. So really five pairs, $500 total. 
the big giveaway, the second one is $250. Um, and these are all cash giveaways, by the way. Nothing nothing weird, no crazy rules, right? Just just purely handing out cash for, for listening and engaging with me. Um, second one for $250 slightly slightly more involved but really just to help you know hopefully carry the capital adulting message to more folks is you know follow the capital adulting account um post you know find you know pick your favorite episode so you know go back you know check out some of the other ones they haven't seen before just take a screenshot of your favorite episode post it to your instagram story and tag the capital adulting page right that's all you have to do from there um and i'll you know go through at that point and and pick a winner there. Um, you know, if there is, I'm definitely happy to award bonus points to anybody who has a specific need that, you know, there's been a lot of folks going through tough times here in COVID. And that's a big part of why I'm doing this is not only to help capital adulting, but because, you know, I've been fortunate to be employed through COVID. And, you know, I feel like this is a good opportunity to hopefully do some good for, for others out there. Um, so you definitely take advantage of it. Like I said, you have an opportunity to win 50 bucks just by posting a comment and a chance to win $250 total um, by simply taking a screenshot of one of the podcast episodes and putting on your Instagram story. So that will be running through Sunday, March 20th at 12 p.m. Pacific time. So just want to give myself you know, a chance. I usually do weekly episodes, try to post them on Tuesdays. Um, so I want to give myself a chance to, you know, that in that week's episode, talk about kind of the winners and any, you know, any cool stories that come from it. So check that out again. It's at Capital Adulting on Instagram and, you know, you'll find uh, you can find the, the video and kind of more more details there. But definitely give it, you know, enter. And, uh, yeah, as part of that, you can DM me questions. Let's open up that conversation. Looking forward to, to talking about it. But enough with kind of the fun giving away money stuff you know if hopefully hopefully you'll stick around and listen to the message here but you know if not totally understand and hopefully i'll see you on instagram but what i really want to focus on today is kind of an abbreviated blend of some of the things that i've talked about in previous episodes so combination of you know having like last episode talking about having a life plan or framework um you know understanding what's the best way to optimize your time um and you know some 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 steps that you can be taking today uh, to you know be making progress in, in your day to day life. So that's the thing about capital adulting is I want to try to break these you know more complicated concepts or you know big picture vision into simple simple you know bits that are you know very relatable and and give you some easy to apply steps. So that way we're not just talking pure theoretical you know concepts that. Or you you might have difficulty like understanding how that could could be inserted into your life. This is meant to be just think about like sitting around a table, you know, having a drink with a good friend and, and talking about life. That's what that's what I aim for here on Capital Adulting. But I want to focus on just the the opportunity in life and how to best take advantage of that, right? And that's the more I step back and reflect on kind of just where I've been in life, where the folks around me have been, I'm just amazed at at the opportunities that are available, right? If you're here in the States, I mean, that's already a leg up on so many people across the world. And there's just, you know, so much opportunity, um, ways to just better yourself, better the lives of those around you, and find ways to contribute back to your community. And so 
all in all, there is certainly opportunity out there that's calling your name. Um, it doesn't matter where you're at. As I said, you know, I the main kind of market that I look at is is younger adults. So mainly, you know, later on in high school, probably like 16 to 30, somewhere in that range is who, you know, I ideally cater the message towards. But it doesn't matter where you're at in life. You might be 65 and retired, or you could be, you know, who knows, 14 years old. Ideally, you know, there's something that, that you can take from the message, but regardless of what, you know, what juncture of life you're at, there's always room to improve. There's positive steps that you can take forward to kind of improve your positioning. And it's important to not get bogged down by your past, you know, or missed opportunities. It's easy to you know sit back and and kick yourself for you know a previous mistake or missed opportunities that the latter one there is so big for me where you know I could look at something and be like oh I really screwed up why didn't I you know for instance if you've been following the bitcoin mania it's like for me I think I bought it I had some you know kind of just you know a few bucks in it like 6000 sold it at 10000 sure obviously it skyrocketed since then is that a missed chance yeah but is it worth wasting another second of my time, you know, just worrying about it or overthinking it? Not really. You know, once you step back and kind of, you know, glean what learning lessons you can pull from, you know, some kind of shortcoming, then dump it and move right on to, you know, what's next? What, how can you apply that moving forward to, again, just improve your life as a whole? So one of my favorite phrases, um, just for life in general. Actually, it comes from my dad, so dad, I'll have to give you credit um, on this one, but I just love its simplicity, yet it's kind of broad reach in how, how universal it is. So it's just one simple line, three parts, right? Know what you want, have a plan, execute. So again, it's know what you want, have a plan, execute. And what does that really mean? So let's break it down into those kind of three, those three chunks there. So knowing, knowing what you want. That's a tough question, right? Particularly if you're younger in life. I talked about this in my last episode. Um, You know, coming out of school, it's hard to, you have so many different career paths and, and different, you know, routes you can take, you can do anything and everything. And it's amazing. But at the same time, that many choices is is overwhelming, right? You almost want to, you want some kind of restricted, some sort of restrictions or framework to to guide you in the right direction. And that's really, um, you know, kind of before you even get to the framework, that's where knowing what you want comes into play, right? Because the beauty of life is everybody has different skill sets, passions, and goals. And and none are better than than others, right? Just because somebody um, might be gifted in one particular area doesn't make them better or worse than somebody else. I mean, uh, you know, for in in for me, um, you know, like I said, I'm I'm very like personal finance, just number numbers minded in general. Whereas you know, my girlfriend who's doing chiropractic college, she's all about sciences, right? Kinesiology major loves to talk to me about, you know, anatomical structures like nerve bundles and, you know, muscular connections and like that to me just goes over completely over my head. 
But then if I'd start talking to her about, you know, long-term investing, understanding like earnings reports and, and momentum and things like that, like it's the same thing, right? It doesn't make, you know, either one of us better than the other. It's just an example of how, you know, understanding your skill set will help guide you towards understanding really what you want in life. Um, so again, it's a daunting prospect, but really start broad, right? If you enjoy helping people, then, you know, maybe you don't have to sit down and say, well, you know, I want to help people. I'm going to start a podcast that gets a million listeners a month, right? It's really like, well, hey, you know, maybe in my day-to-day -day job, I can do this to help. I'm doing this to help people. I could do this kind of, you know, I could start a podcast on the side and hopefully pick up a, an audience and a community and build that from there, right? So you can start broad. And then as you go along, you gain more experience, you learn new things, you can refine it down to say like, hey, like, I really love, you know, public speaking. I love the podcasting forum. I love, you know, these specific topics. I'm going to, you know, just hone in on that, right? But you don't have to get that granular to start. You know, keep it broad, but still have have a general sense of, of what you want and where you want to go. Part two, have a plan. And this is the one that I've seen, you know, candidly, I've seen a lot of folks around my age really struggle with. Um, I went to a phenomenal school got a great education. The biggest knock I have on it, though, is kind of the lack of urgency coming out of school. And I don't know, I don't think it's necessarily, you know, an indictment against the institution itself. I think it's more just the, you know, kind of the student body as a whole, where folks are very content. I would say it's a pretty normal practice for someone to go, you know, go through four years, get their degree, and then step number one is, you know, move back home with their parents and kind of, you know, maybe be a barista for a while. Nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm not knocking being a barista, but it's, you, you got to have, you know, some kind of framework, some sort of end goal that you're working towards, right? And sure, you're still, like I just mentioned, you're still figuring out what you want in life. That's fine. Try different things. But at least know in general, like, hey, like, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to live at home and be a barista for a year so I can, you know, pay down this kind of debt so I can then go on to grad school because I want to, you know, potentially work in higher education. I'm going to get an MBA or, you know, maybe it's just, hey, I want to pay down debt so I'm debt free and, and get that weight off my shoulders, right? That's that's having a rough plan. And I went into big, you know, deep detail of this on, on the previous episode, which is number 13, so I don't want to talk about it to death, but I also kind of push back on the, you know, the term plan, right? I, I like to view it more as a, as a framework or an outline. Um, that's really, that's how I, you know, come up, that's how I you know, write out my podcast. I don't, I don't do a, a script where I'm writing down, you know, every single word I want to say. It's more than I've got, you know, overarching topics and then sub, you know, bullet points and sub points here that have just some thoughts. And then I expand on it from there. And that's really what kind of the life, you know, the life outline looks like is saying, hey, here's generally where I want to go. Here's maybe the kinds of jobs or the titles or the pay or the lifestyle that I want to live and what I need to achieve those. Um, but it's not OK. You know, by by the time I'm you know 34, I need to be, you know, a director of this making 125, 150,000 a year. You don't have to get that specific because as time goes on, again, you have the opportunity to refine that plan down. But having a plan in place 
will give you some stepping stones of, you know, uh, some tangible stepping stones towards your end goal, right? Towards achieving, you know, what you, what you want. And what I like about it too, is it helps you understand your timeline um, in more detail. So, you know, we live in an era of instant gratification. You know, I fall victim to this all the time. It's just, it's part of who we are. I think it's human nature, but it's, it's so critically important, you know, when it comes to life to have a sense of urgency about optimizing your time, but also know that big life you know, plans and steps require patience, right? You know, you can't just magically get 20 years of, of you know, career experience overnight. You really are going to have to go through good times and bad times and understand, you know, getting jobs, losing jobs, changing industries, like, you know, start striking out on your own and, you know, and big, you know, life upheavals, right? So having that life framework in place will give you at least a sense of a timeline so you can understand, hey, like, here's roughly where I want to be five years from now. That way, you know, in six months, you're not kicking yourself like, oh, I should have been, you know, I should have been there already, right? You got to keep your, your goals in line with your timeline and just understand life events are going to happen, right? Illnesses are going to creep up, you know, car accidents happen. It's just, we never know what a new day is going to bring, you know, how much time we have in general. So, you know, having it, tying yourself to just this, you know, scripted out plan and thinking you got to, you know, stick to that no matter what, it's only going to, it's only going to haunt you because if you don't, you know, fully achieve it, then you're just going to, to spiral downwards and, you know, just keep fighting harder and harder and harder for a plan that's not really achievable and it's probably you know sucking the satisfaction out of it at that stage too. Um, so once you generally know what you want and you've crafted some sort of kind of rough outline of of how you're going to get there, now's the the toughest part. It's actually going out and executing on it. And so my advice, top top line advice here, is that your your default mode should be to take action right and that is you know you have your plan what proactive steps are you taking today to achieve that if it's you want to live a lifestyle where in your 30s you're traveling the world okay what are you doing in your 20s to set yourself up financially and career-wise to be able to sustain that do you want to you want to buy a house when you're 29 do you want to retire when you're 45 right um, do you want to pay for your kids college do you want to make sure you have enough money to you know once you retire to stay retired right all those things are not just these abstract concepts that just happen to come to fruition because you want them, right? They're going to require, you know, time, effort, sacrifices to make them happen. So that's why my default is to take action. And keep in mind, there, there's a balance there where sometimes the best action is to consciously be inactive. So a good example is, I just looked at my, you know, my brokerage account with my investments this morning. And for the last few weeks, I, like many people, got crushed. I think at one point I was down, I don't know, say 25%. I mean, it was it was painful waking up and seeing, you know, pretty big hits to, you know, my account, quite a bit of money being lost. Um so what was my action? What was my what was my path there? I mean, sure. I could I could be like okay world's ending I just need to you know 
you know, pull the ripcord and, you know, get out and just take my losses on the chin. Um, or I could consciously choose to do nothing, being confident in what I'm in and hold firm. And lo and behold, I pulled up my, my performance graph this morning and it was basically a V shape over the last few months where I was up, got crushed, as I said, and then, you know, a couple weeks later, boom, almost back to where I was to start. And so that's where it, it took me deliberately not acting for good things to happen. And that that is very plausible too. But the reason I say the default mode is to take action is because it's easy to say, hey, well, you know, I'm, you know, 22, life's fine. Like, I'm just kind of, you know, making ends meet. I'm just moving along. Like, I'll get serious about a career when I'm 25 or 30 or when I'm, you know, older, right? You just kind of throw it out there into the nebulous. But that's not... This is not the right approach to take, right? You just want to be making incremental, you know, progress, taking small steps on a daily basis, and then over time, that'll help you build towards where you really want to go. Um, and another thing too, I heard this, you know, heard this a ton from people around me, is that they fear failure, right? Is that hey, well, you know, I'm really worried about taking this job because what if I'm, what if I'm bad at it? What if I, you know, don't enjoy it? What if it's the wrong fit? And it's like, you know what? It's gonna happen. 100%. No doubt about it. Um, probably my, my favorite lesson, life lesson that I pulled from my baseball career was to handle failure well because it, you know, you're just going to fail all the time in baseball and same thing with life, right? Like this podcast, you know, I, I hope that it'll grow into something that, that's going to help a ton of people, but it might totally flop and I'm okay with that because this is giving, this is a new experience for me and I don't fear failing and what people are going to think of it um, because I, I know what's more valuable is that within that failure, there's going to be a lot of learning lessons, right? So like if this podcast flopped, is it because did I fail to cover the right topics? Did I, did my message not resonate with people? Did I not get the right, you know, reach, get in front of the right people, right? Like that's all information that I'm then going to take and apply to my life moving forward and it's going to make me more successful in the future. And it's the same thing for you. So be willing to take a chance and embrace that failure and just learn from it. And the beautiful thing is too, is as you learn, then you can, you can adapt, you can beat the system, you can win the game and really kind of achieve those end goals that you have. So along those lines, it's kind of the outline of, you know, hopefully just a, just a perspective, just a thought, you know, a mindset that you might want to embrace is knowing what you want, having a plan and, and executing on it. But what are some of the common pitfalls that come up um, and what's going to undermine you, you know, pursuing your goals and, and accomplishing them? I think out of the gate, again, something I've seen so many times, so many painful times with those around me is just poor financial decisions, right? And the way I look at it is, you know, you can tread water for a while, but at some point you're just, you're, you're going to drown, right? Something unexpected is going to come up. Um, you know, you're just COVID, right? You live in paycheck to paycheck pre COVID. Um, and you, you know, lost your job because of shutdowns. Like that's, that's really tough. Right. Um, but you can, you can avoid that by making, you know, prudent decisions now. Like you can live paycheck to paycheck for a while if the, you know, if you're, you know, paying down a lot of debt, maybe you're intentionally trying to save a lot, um, and you know, maxing out your 401k or something like that, 
um, you know, it's not quite paycheck to paycheck. Um, I think what's more common in that case is where you're trying to build your career and you say, hey, you know, maybe you're looking at the entertainment industry and you want to break into, you know, writing in Hollywood, something like that. Maybe it takes two years of making minimum wage and barely scraping by of just, you know, being doing grunt work for somebody, right? You're just networking, you're trying to build connections and, and all of that stuff. And you do just need to tread water until until you, you get that opportunity, until you can give yourself that leg up, and that's fine. It's just that's not a you know a permanent state you want to be in, right? And along with that is you don't want to, you know, tie an anchor around yourself by taking on, you know, a ton of debt. Something that we've talked about before and I'm sure we'll talk about numerous times moving forward, but just definitely stay away from irresponsible spending on on credit cards, taking on massive student loans. I mean, it's it was it's sad that you know. Again, I love my college. I think you get a phenomenal education from it. But there were some folks taking on, you know, six figure, hundred fifty, two hundred thousand dollars of debt to you know go there for four years and where hey, if you were going to med school or maybe law school or something like that, I could see justifying that. But maybe not for an undergrad, you know, uh, language or art degree. Nothing wrong with any of those segments. You just have to compare, you know, what's the opportunity to, you know, is that is that decision going to give you, you know, the earnings potential in the future to pay that back plus be more successful? Or is there a more prudent path to take, right? So it's going to take sacrifices, right? I mean, to, not, to avoid poor financial decision, I mean, that means yeah, not taking on debt not spending on things that you don't need, just being being diligent um, and then, you know, saving money, investing money, doing things like that. It's just, you wouldn't believe in the long run how much better off you would be if in your early to mid-20s you took on no debt and simply just saved, saved and invested a bit of money, right? Just that difference of like, imagine, you know, say a hundred dollars a debt a month versus you know save being able to save a hundred dollars that over the course of your lifetime is is a massive massive difference so just uh, avoid that out of the gate um, and then definitely you know I've, I've talked about another episode so and we'll get into that in later ones as well but avoid those poor financial decisions and critically is you know, don't rush your timeline, right? So we talked about having that plan and executing on it, but baked into that, you know, to that life outline is, you know, is is a rough timeline, right? Of understanding, hey, like in five years, I want to hit this milestone in 10 and 20, I want to be this and this, right? You know, it's good to reevaluate. Like maybe there's a chance like, hey, you know, I thought it was gonna take me three years to get this promotion, but maybe I can eke it out in two and a half, right? But at the same time, don't be like, well, I'm eight months into my role and I'm not being considered for a promotion, so maybe I should just quit, you know, and kind of cave to that instant gratification. Like I said, that's something that is always, you know, I'm always pushing back against personally, um, just in my own life, but that need for instant gratification is is only going to deserve you. It's not going to be beneficial. You're just going to end up, you know, bouncing from place to place from situation to situation and you're never going to make those those you know big leaps forward whether it's personally or professionally to get you in a spot that 
you really want to be in to accomplish those those life milestones to really achieve those goals um and as i touched on a few moments ago like those big those big jumps are not instantaneous you're not going to get that 20 years of experience overnight so just recognize that and while you're making progress towards that celebrate little wins right maybe maybe you really crushed it on a project um, and somebody higher up than you notice and you got recognition for it maybe you led a training that was beneficial for a broader team or the organization um, and that's going to you know just basically add things to your file to help you get that promotion at two and a half years instead of three right it's a little things like that celebrate them as they happen um, and then just have confidence that they will bear fruit in the appropriate time uh, lastly, we talked about this on the execution front, but another pitfall to avoid is just is failing to take action, right? It's it's hard to break bad habits and harder to establish good ones, right? I mean, you think about think about working out, for example. It's been tough, you know, COVID with no gyms for the most part. But think about you go to the gym five days a week for you know six weeks in a row, like that's now just absolute that's part of your routine like it's hard to imagine you know a week goes by and you don't go to the gym but on the flip side if you haven't gone to the gym or worked out in six weeks and now you're like okay i really need to you know go five times a week i need to do something you know active and get out there that's hard to do right i mean it's just once you have momentum building in one direction it's much harder to kind of unwind that and go the other way so when you have, you know, when you kind of get over the hump and establish a good habit, then that's going to give you that, you know, you're going to tend to stay kind of moving in that direction. Whereas if you have bad habits, it's going to pull you down on a recurring basis. So focus on breaking those bad habits as quickly as possible um, and moving in the right direction. And just, you know, a lot of these things don't happen overnight. Quitting something cold turkey, just moving on completely right away is not it. It, it's possible, but really just just start small, right? So if you've got a mountain of debt, you got you know six figures you got to pay back. Well, you're not going to be able to make you know ten thousand dollar monthly payments most likely to pay it off. But just figure out, hey, like if I cut out my, if I didn't get coffee you know three times a week, I didn't go out to dinner this many times. Like that's fifty extra dollars a month that I can put towards towards my loans, and that's going to help me pay down my you know debt you know. 15 months faster than I would otherwise, right? Those are, that's starting small and shipping away at. And once you save that 50 night and you see like, oh man, like I'm really making progress. Like what's, maybe I can take another hundred dollars I was spending on shopping and apply it and things like that. And just next thing you know, again, you're building momentum in the right direction. And we talked about embracing failure and learning from it. It's the same thing here with taking action, you know, be willing to stumble and fall down. Just simply get back up you know, dust yourself off, pull what learning lessons you can and move right on. Um, and then it's so beneficial. I, you know, I think about this from an investing standpoint, we'll talk about that in a different episode, but it's so valuable to start as soon as possible. You know, don't, don't fall into that tomorrow mindset of, Hey, you know, well, you know, I had a long day of work. Um, this is, you know, I'll, I'll work out tomorrow. Right. Or, I'll do, you know, I'll network with folks at a later date. I'll skip that event and whatnot. Uh, 
one of my one of my favorite things um, for those who know me i'm a big you know jocko willing fan and he talked about on one of his podcasts about um in his head when he thinks about days off it's always you know i'll, I'll take tomorrow off right and so it's like no matter you know you might be feeling feeling rough you're tired you don't want to get up and go to work go to school do whatever you need to do spend those extra three hours after work you know perfecting your your side hustle whatever that might be um just push yourself and say hey like i'll just take tomorrow off and then tomorrow rolls around and you just say the same thing right of course you know there's always an appropriate time to enjoy some relaxation and time off but that shouldn't be kind of your default mindset of like, oh, how do I how do I get to that point? It should be, how do I really use my time right now to get me where I want to go, and then adapt as I need time off. And one of the biggest things I want to say is I want y'all to leverage capital adulting as a great resource for you, right? My goal is for this to be rocket fuel for your growth, right? Whatever that might be, whether that's you know managing your personal finances like budgeting taxes things like that on an investing front is approaching how do you even get started there what's important why do you even do it um or career guidance things like that it's all this is meant to benefit you you know i just get enjoyment out of hopefully and being able to have conversations and and provide some sort of value to you but i want this you know to be community focused always and Again, I'll plug episode one because I, I touched on that a lot, but it's really what means the most to me and what's gonna what's gonna you know bring me a lot of personal satisfaction seeing y'all succeed. And I want to keep this completely free. I mean, it's nice that I'm able to you know have a podcast host. I can throw it out there in the internet for free and have y'all listen in. Um, and the goal is you know to always maintain that. Um, you know, hopefully this grows into a larger community and a lot of really cool things can happen. But you know. At this point in time right now, I just want there to be you know, a tangible benefit for you listening. And always reach out to me. You know, Whether that's social media, you can email me. Um, happy to talk. You know, Whether that's over DMs, texting, phone calls. Just hit me up and, and let's talk through what's going on and, and what would be you know, appropriate next steps there. But the main takeaways I have for you, um, you know, I guess typically I aim for like the 30 to 40 minute mark on these episodes. Some of the earlier ones were a bit longer. Um, but yeah, so far I've failed to keep it to the 30 minutes, but uh, maybe one day I'll get there. So last but not least, some main takeaways from you. I'm really just echoing some of the things that we've already touched on so far. But, you know, time is a limited resource particularly when you're young, right? Nice thing for me at my age is, you know, I have a full-time job, sweet. But afterwards, you know, my time is my own. I'm able to record the podcast. I hang out with friends. I can do woodworking on the side. Like there's a lot of things that I do beyond just my day job to, you know, improve my financial positioning, but also, you know, bring me satisfaction, happiness, and, and things like that. So, you know, figure out how to use your time um, to, you know, to benefit you in so many different ways. Just try new things when you're younger, you know, when you're not married, when you don't have kids, you don't have a mortgage. Like, I mean, the world really is, is yours. And so capitalize on that moment in time. Cause it, it'll only be, it'll only be there for so long, but really base your goals 
kind of that life outline on what on what you want to accomplish and what's going to bring the most value to the people around you right that's another component to think about is we don't just live our lives for ourselves we we live them as well for those that we care about that we love that are in our immediate vicinity so when planning out kind of an outline don't don't overlook that piece of it but figure out what's going to bring you and and the people you care about um, that just enjoyment right like if you're working a job that you can't stand I'll tell you right now it's hard to work 40 plus hours a week in a position that is really just a beat down on you it's just it's hard to sustain and it's going to affect your productivity as a whole which is going to you know affect you in the long run so focus focus on that you know if that means you know working working a tough job just to give yourself you know an opportunity to build a career maybe that makes sense on the on the short term right definitely don't overlook that sacrifices are needed to make progress but to the same extent like imagine working this is what i thought about in school is like i could not be a cpa for 40 years it just would not be possible i i couldn't find enough enjoyment out of that so i had to look at alternative options and in the same vein there just be be realistic about what's needed to accomplish you know achieve your your end game or your overall goals so you might have to work a tough job for a few years to get there you might have to you know skip going on vacations for five years to save money and pay down debt things like that are going to be needed right but just stay realistic stay humble stick to your timeline um, and just trust good things are going to happen but along with that is you know continually check in on your progress right compare where you're at versus you know your your life outline and kind of the stepping stones that you had in place there to see where you're at because it's it's good to reevaluate and adapt that outline. So if you find, hey, like, you know, I took this job and like I, you know, unexpectedly found that I really love, you know, working with, you know, certain people, right? I, I love working with internal people to improve our processes and kind of our vision and roadmap for the future. And I'm not super keen on, you know, taking customer service requests or something like that, right? Well, that's going to affect your timeline and your your goals. So just continue to refine that plan around, you know, based on kind of the new learnings that you're gleaning. And last thing I'll leave you with, just talked about it, the best time to get started is today. It doesn't matter what you're doing, where you're at in life, what it might be. Today, you know, you're never going to get today back, right? You're only going to, you only have a certain amount of time. Each day that passes, that time gets shorter and shorter. Um, so not to be morbid, not to be a downer, but that's just really, that's just, you know, black and white. That's how it is. So why not get started today? Why not take that leap, get out there, do something new, come up with, you know, really do some soul searching and figure out what you want in life, um, develop that life framework and then just get after it. Right. And embrace, embrace the, the victories and the failures as they come and go. So as always, so thankful for your time. Um, if you've gotten this far, just always appreciate, you know, dedicated listeners out there. Um, don't forget to go to the Capital Adulting Instagram page. Again, it's at Capital Adulting um, for the giveaways. Looking forward to hopefully brightening some of y'all's lives up with, you know, a little, a little bit of cash and that it can be beneficial for you out there. But go follow us on Instagram, follow the podcast as a whole. 
Um, you know, definitely if you have a review, leave a review. Um, check out all the other episodes and always reach out. So social media platforms are great, but you can feel free to email me at grant at capitaladulting.com. I'm open to you know, podcast ideas, questions, comments, overall feedback, anything like that. Don't hesitate to reach out. Again, this isn't meant to be a one-way conversation of me talking to a mic. It's meant to be an ongoing conversation you know, amongst all of us as friends in the community. So thank you for listening in. Check out the giveaways. Hopefully you get a chance to win some money. And I'll look forward to connecting with you next time. But until then, take care.